Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to up-level your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I've been talking all morning, so I will try to catch my breath and talk things that make sense. <laughs> But I'm super excited about my today's guest, Christy Christensen, because she is such a beautiful embodiment of what it can look like and feel like when you truly honor your body, when you truly drop in, when you use a beautiful ancient modalities that you pair with the modern world, like dancing, yoga, meditation. And when you're listening to this, she is launching her newest books about chakras, which I am so excited. And I will have to get my hands on it before I travel out of United States so I can get my hands on it. But Christy, I am so excited to have you here today. It is such a divine honor and <laughs> pleasure. Just in our like our quick interaction before, I was like, oh, we are in sync. We are mm -hmm. so in tune and alignment. And um, I know this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I can never promise you where the conversation will go, but I can promise you it's going to be fun. And mm -hmm. like you said, there is so much synchronicities and alignment and you can feel it right away. I truly learned that our energy, it's louder than anything else. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, people will keep receiving and feeling your energy. So Christy, before we go deep into playing with all of our topics and everything that comes up, um, I changed a little bit the questions that I ask at the beginning of my podcasting because I feel that 2021 is a year of huge changes. We were thinking that 2020 was crazy and huge changes. I feel that 2021, it's even stronger in the changes. So what do you feel changed for you personally in your life in 2021 with all the changes that are going on in the world? Um, that's a, it's a great question. And I'm in agreement with you. It, it feels like um, collectively, clearly the world is changing and that's a reflection of how individually we are being called to, to change and evolve and to show up for ourselves and our lives. And Um, Pre-COVID, my life was living on the road. I traveled 70% of the time teaching yoga, dance, meditation in all over Asia, all over Europe. And obviously being in now 16 months of this pandemic, that has not been possible. Mm -hmm. um, the blessing, I guess you could say of it for me is it the 
I wrote my book during uh, during COVID, and that's been I had that as a job, so I had that as this anchor to wake up to every single day. And so for me per- personally, I think even a year ago now, I thought by January of 2021, I'd be back traveling, I'd be back to my old life, mm-hmm. my old lifestyle, my own work, and that's not the case. So for me, um, it's the continual of of asking spirit really right now, because I am not in control right now. And I think none of us are in some ways Mm -hmm. um, more though than we've more than ever in our life, right? The things that we think we can anchor into, the things that we think are truth, that we think are real, that we think we have control over. But I think in our lifetimes, we've never had an experience of like, oh, wow, like, for at least this long, we're, we're really not the ones running the show right now. Mm-hmm. So really going into this place of surrender and connecting into my heart and connecting into spirit and saying, where do you want me to go? You know, I am clearly the, the, the career path I had carved out isn't possible in that form now. So how do you want me to be redirected? And thank goddess that I, again, I've had this book to pour my energy and attention into right now, but I'm still just like many of your listeners. I'm sure I'm still very much in the throes of, okay. I, I feel like, um, like the, I always like to use the metaphor of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. I feel like we liquefied, right? We've gone from the caterpillar. We're in this like nebulous state. We're like, okay, what's up? What's down? How is this all going to come together and and reemerge in this you know beautiful um, reawakening and reimagining and um, hopefully really a, a, an, an evolutionary path of opening up to consciousness individually and collectively for greater healing and awakening. Mm, that is so powerful, and I love that you are that you looked at this obstacle, right? Of like, oh, I planned my life, and now I cannot do it. Like, welcome to my world. I think that's what yeah. happened with many, many people. In 2020, that was the first year that I was so proud of myself that I planned at the beginning of the year, my whole year. I have an incredible, amazing business and marketing mentor. So we plan all and everything, every single month, every single big event, you know, hosting big events and retreats and nothing could have happened. So instead of seeing it and feeling like, oh my gosh, like this is horrible, like what is happening? I love that you use the word reimagine. Like, what is that I can do instead of like, okay, because you could stay stuck and say like, oh, I hate this. I cannot be traveling. I cannot do Mm -hmm. what I love doing. Mm -hmm. Right. But you say, okay, if I cannot do this, what is that I I can do and really honor the space you were in. And I love that you say that you ask the spirit, what do you want me to do? What about our listeners who are just listening right now? And they're just mm-hmm. at the beginning of their journey that mm-hmm. they cannot clearly listen yet to their intuition mm-hmm. or to the spirit mm-hmm. when they're just sitting in a confusion and the darkness and the doubt and the fear, mm-hmm. and they know they're meant for more, mm-hmm. but they're still sitting in that. How would you have them move through that? Beautiful. Um, well, let me just also reiterate, I was in that at the beginning of COVID. I 100% was there. It wasn't like COVID happened and I was like, Om Shanti, you know, I'm seeing this obstacle as an opportunity. No, I was a mess. You know, I was a mess for several months and caught in the fear and I was right there with you and the rest of the world. 
Um, but then it became a choice. Once the reality of like, oh, this is what life is now, I can, yes, stay in this state indefinitely and be poor me. And, you know, luckily, you know, I'm healthy. I'm thriving in that capacity. All the things that I do have that are going for me, even though this other whole big portion of my life and livelihood has been wiped out and needs to be rebuilt and redirected. So just so you know, <laughs> I had, I, and, you know, and it continues to flux, right? But right now I'm actually, um, even though there's still so much uncertainty that the fears turned into excitement now, mm-hmm. because I can feel like I can feel the shift. You talked about that shift of energy. I can feel something changing, whether it's also changing in me or changing into my connection. So for those of you that are in the shit storm right now, the first thing I'll ask you to do is instead of trying to think your way out of it is get into your body. And by getting to your body, I mean, stand up, go outside, go for a walk. If you can look up at the sun or look up at the stars and just like literally like one of the things I love to do is like put my feet on the ground and like reach up and yeah, you might feel silly if people are watching you, right? It's like reach up and I, I really connect to the energy of the sun. I'm, um, my, I have people that call me the sun goddess, you know, like mm-hmm. I reach up and I look to the sun and I like drink in this energy, this power of life itself. That's so, that is the life of the universe, right? It's the life of our planet. We could not you know, live without it and attune to it, like to just drink that in and be like, oh, okay. And then just move your body. Maybe it's a little shaking. Maybe to go for a walk because staying in fear, what happens to our body, we, we collapse, we get small, we get restricted. We start to squeeze our butts, our, you know, we, we get, we build all this extra tension in the body. We add rigidity in the mind, leads rigidity in the body and vice versa. So my first thing is move your body, get outside, take a few deep breaths, feel the ground below you, feel that's the stability you can move into. And then allow yourself to open to whatever it is that you believe in. So it might right now, it may not, you, spirit doesn't mean anything to you. You're like, I don't know if I believe in God or, or maybe the God I believe in is different, you know, whatever it might be. So you can believe in the sun. You can believe in the moon. You can believe in the stars. You can believe in the power of the cosmos, of the, the cosmic intelligence, right? That's allowing these rhythms to happen on a daily basis, right? We can, we can rely on that. We know the sun's going to rise again. And just start to tune into that. Take a few deep breaths. Feel, can you, for even if it's one deep breath, remember the awe and wonderment mm. of what it is to be in this human body, what it is to be like, holy shit, like we're still here. We've gone through the most challenging time for most of our lives and we're still figuring it out, but we're still here. And for me, what happens in those moments, I start to feel calibrated or more calibrated to that divine or cosmic energy, however you want to frame it, right? And then put your hands to your heart or maybe your belly, wherever else on your body, and just ask your questions. And it doesn't mean in that moment, you're going to get hit by with a flash of insight and all your prayers are going to be answered. No, you're starting a relationship. Mm right? It's, it's a relationship and for any relationship to thrive, right? To, for any relationship to be tended to, for any relationship to be nourished, right? We have to show up on a daily basis, right? We can't abandon our relationship. Otherwise that energy is not going to grow. 
right? That capacity for love is not going to grow. That capacity for knowing is not going to grow because you're not even going to know how this energy wants to communicate with you, Mm -hmm. right? So I would, no matter what, even if it's for one minute, and believe me, start with one minute and you can be skeptical and be like, it won't work, you know, fine, be skeptical, but go outside for, I just, the reason I say go outside is because we, many of us have been confined actually to our physical homes, right? So we're also kind of stewing in this energy of maybe heaviness, or maybe we have kids or we have partners that are also in the space and we can't really get separate, like separate our energy field from them. Mm-hmm. So go outside, always being in nature, taking a deep breath, move your body and just start to tune in and create space to start to co-create with the divine, to co-create with spirit. That is so beautiful, you know, because it's something that everyone can really relate. Everyone can be present to. And like, like I said, that's why I was looking for like, how can we move through this? And it's Mm -hmm. literally the movement because we are, when we are feeling stuck, whether it's physically or emotionally in our environment and in the fear and in the collective, because we have to recognize that what we are feeling, it's not just ours. It's not like, oh, I woke up in a bad moon or I woke up and I'm fearful. Yeah. It's very important to ask yourself, is this really mine? Exactly. Is this really exactly. mine? So exactly. moving through it, and I can also see why people would call you uh, the, the sun goddess. <laughs> it's funny because I had my session with my beautiful friend and mentor. We did quantum hypnosis healing session mm. on me. I connected with my higher self. And for me, what came up was a moon, you know, so... Yeah. I mean, I can feel it and see it. So it's beautiful. I just got to add it there. So what are some of the things that people can do to reconnect to their body and start honoring their body so they are connected again, so they can be in a space that they can be cultivating, culturing this beautiful relationship? I believe it begins from the moment you wake up and you get out of bed and you put your feet on the ground, mm-hmm. right? What do we do? We, we get up, we walk to the bathroom, we look in the mirror, we brush our teeth, whatever, we're, whatever that morning ritual is for us. And how often, especially as women, as soon as we see ourselves in the mirror in the morning, what do we say? Oh my God, I look tired. Oh my God, I think I have some new wrinkles. Oh, am I breaking out? Oh gosh, I shouldn't have had that glass of wine last night or that cupcake. And for moment one, we're already looking through the eyes of the flaw. We're already picking apart, right? The body that what I want you to start to refer to it as the temple in which your soul resides. And that's how precious this body, this vehicle for your journey through life is. So I believe it starts from the mindset of how do you, what are the eyes in which you see yourself and first coming into loving acceptance and appreciation. And what if it, what if it was like, damn, I look pretty good. You know, I'm 44 years old and oh look, I still got some muscles and you know, like, Oh, look at my smile. Like what if we could actually be excited about how we felt in our own skin? What if we actually enjoyed the home we lived in? Like how much money do we spend on our apartments and our houses and our cars, right? To make them look nice, to clean them, to make them look shiny, to buy things, to decorate them. But we, how little attention 
Do we positive attention? Do we actually give to our own self? And I, I've been on a healing journey with my body for a very long time. I am a, a victim of multi-generational abuse. I had an eating disorder um, that probably should have killed me. Um, and coming into even the idea that this body was a temple was, it was, it was like, no, this body is a war zone. And it felt anything but safe to be in it or anything but comfortable. And I thought it was anything but beautiful. And really these practices of like, even just now, like me putting my hand on my heart and taking a deep breath and recognizing your breath, I'm going to take it back to divinity again, like that your breath is the divine, right? There's, there's a belief in, in the yoga tradition that the first breath you take is the goddess exhales into you and through that exhale, then you inhale and that's how you come alive. And so if you can develop that intimate relationship right there, that every breath I take that moves through my body is this dance with divinity, mm. like something shifts, something shifts. And then how can I start to spread that? Okay. If well, the breath that's running through me, the prana that's running through me is also running through my cells, right? It's running through all my tissues. It's running through all my organs. So there's nothing of me that is not of the divine. Hmm. So I, I, the, one of the most powerful practices beyond yoga and beyond dancing, which we certainly can talk about of coming into this, building this capacity of this relationship of, I literally touch my body in different ways. One of them is I literally, I like, I palm the body and I squeeze Mm. it. And I am like, first of all, I'm feeling myself. Oh, I'm in here right? This is really great if you're caught in the monkey mind, right? And there's this disconnect from the body and the mind. This brings you back into feeling contact. And then there's an honoring that starts to happen. Mm. And you can create even what I call a body blessing and be like, thank you arms, right? For all that you've allowed me to carry and embrace through love. You know, thank you legs that allow me to walk from here to there, allow me to go after my dreams, right? Thank you feet that connect me to the earth and going part through part and thanking my my dimples, thanking my ring, thanking it all and not wishing it away. Because if we don't come into acceptance of this body, we will never truly love it. We will never truly heal it and we will never truly feel at home. Mm. And to me, this is the foundation of every practice. This is the, to me, this is the foundation of actual spiritual practice because we have to have a vessel, right? That can hold the strength of the divine, that can hold the strength. If we talk about the chakras of all the different energies that we are, if we're at war with that vessel, what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to hear any communication with the divine. Your, Your intuition is might be trying to talk to you, but it's going to be like a firewall on the, you know, the internet. How are you really going to open in relationship to true love of giving and receiving? You know, all of these things really do begin with coming into this loving appreciation with your body and just committing that I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that person to myself any longer. And it's really a commitment that you have to make, just like you build that relationship with the divine every day by taking time. You make the commitment when your feet hit the ground every morning of how you're going to show up for yourself and the eyes in which you are going to see yourself through. And last thing I just want to say about this, it doesn't mean that we then like, you know, 
don't take care of, well, oh, I'm just in full acceptance, so I'm not going to take care of myself. No, I don't mean that either, right? We come into full acceptance and then we, we heal what we need to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, right? So that we, we can live a life connected, grounded, on purpose, in power, hearts open, fully expressed in every way. Mm, that is so powerful and beautiful and really giving us permission to see like where we are and who we are being and seeing our bodies because mm-hmm. I went through eating disorder for two decades and I'm so thankful that my body was able to carry me through because now when I look back, I'm like, how did I survive that? Exactly. So when you're sharing that, you know, and you don't have to go through eating disorder, like the way we speak to ourselves, the way we see ourselves, like you said, first thing in the morning, we wake up as a oh my gosh, my hips, my wrinkles, blah, blah, blah. My hair, it's like a crazy witch, right? And it's so easy to get into that. However, Mm -hmm. it's, I find, and and let me know how you feel about it, Christy. I found that sometimes we cannot control the first thought, right? Like you wake Mm -hmm. up, you go, you see the mirror and you're like, oh, right? It's the first thought. It's like this Mm -hmm. impulse. It's like the automatic, it's the habit. Yeah, it's the habit. We might not be able to control the first one, but we can always choose the second one. Yes, I agree with you, but I also believe as you start flipping the switch for mm-hmm. the second thought, your first thought changes. Yes, absolutely. Right? What our attention to grows and nourishes, what we take our attention away from withers and dies. The mm-hmm. same happens with those unconscious that come up. So if you stop feeding that, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's going to come up less and less often. Absolutely. It's like rewriting the story. And especially when we are right now, you know, and and like this week, it's rewriting the narratives, rewriting Mm -hmm. the stories we have been telling about ourselves to ourselves Mm -hmm. and others, right? So it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful that we have this awareness and we know we can always change, we can always choose, we can always shift. And I'm wondering because before we hit the record button, I love how you prepare like your temple behind you. I always have fresh flowers at home. I have them in a kitchen right now. Candles, you did some, I believe it was Palo Santo, you know, and I'm like, yep, I'm the same way, you know, and I have my spray sage here and things like that. So what are some of your daily rituals that help you honor your body? That doesn't matter if you're traveling somewhere or if you're at home. What are some of your non-negotiables that help you daily honor your body? Yes, I, I have a, I have a few because I need a lot. I need a lot of help, you know, and- <laughs> Um, and the beautiful thing is to, you adapt based on the amount of time you have. So if I'm at home and, you know, I don't have to work early in the morning, I can have luxurious long rituals. But if it's in a busy time or I'm, you know, on the road teaching and I, you know, I can just reduce them so I don't have to give them up. I can just, I think that's important to know that you can have micro practices that still hold really deep meaning and transformation and really help and support us in our life. We don't need to carve out hours a day, but minutes can actually really make a big difference. So number one thing I do every day is like the first thing I do is I light a candle. I light a candle. I, I, I have affinity for the smoke. So I do like to burn a little incense or um, Palo Santo or um, sage, just making sure that it is ethically sourced is a big issue in the world right now. So just, you know, finding a good sourcing for it. Um, and that's just how I like, begin my tuning in like the the, like the initiation of even just lighting the flame is like igniting the divine spark 
you know, and then I take the smoke and what you talked about earlier about, oh, is this even mine, right? So clearing out what's not mine, right? And, and you don't have to name it. You literally can just clear. And sometimes you're like, oh, I feel some stuff here, like without naming it. And, and it takes literally 30 seconds. And I like how it smells. And I do that. Um, I then really like to move my body. So it might be as simple as just like arms up and down and side stretches and just giving, again, permission to move and be like, oh, oh, like, I have friend, I, my best friend makes fun of me because uh, we sometimes will share space and he'll be in the other room and like he'll hear all my sound effects, you know, because I'm like, ooh, ah, but really getting into all the oohs, the ahs, the ouches, so you can start to feel your body, right? You start to feel your body. Um, and then you also, once we can feel our body, this is another, especially for women, we can awaken to the joy and the pleasure that this body brings, that this body holds, right? All the little tingles in our tissues, that hum of aliveness, that pleasure that is what it is to be a woman. Without having that honoring, we can't really get into that joy of embodiment in the same way either. So I like to touch, I like to do self-massage, I like to do some kind of body prayer, like I was saying, because I abused my body for so long that I, I would literally be in tears some days of like, oh my God, it's like, thank you for not giving up on me because I gave up on you, you know? And that still, it gets me chills every time I say that. So again, I know this sounds like a lot of things, but each of them can be two minutes or 30 seconds and it, it not be um, long at all. But my non-negotiables is some kind of prayer or initiation, intention setting, whatever you want to call it, um, some kind of movement. Um, and then- I, I'm a big writer. I'm a big journaler, right? That's how I get everything, <laughs> get everything out. And, and whatever's between me and the page is just me and the page. So I found for me, it's the place that I can be most authentically truthful, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not trying to impress anyone. I'm not trying to not hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not trying. So those are really my, um, three non-negotiables, I would say, and they all turn into some kind of form of, like it's all it, it's all a big meditation. Yes, that <laughs> is me. so beautiful. And I love that you said it right at the beginning, you know, you got to give yourself permission to have rituals, but those rituals that feel good to you because there are times you have five minutes and you have times that you have two hours. Mm -hmm. I personally love when my day starts at like 11 a.m. because even though we wake up early with my, my husband, even early, hers like 5 a.m. I'm like 6, 7 a.m depending on how is my body feeling so mm -hmm. I have those hours in the morning but it feels spacious and yeah. there are times that we're traveling and I'm like okay mm -hmm. I have five minutes let's do some breath mm -hmm. work let's stretch my yes. body and I always have like essential oils or oils I have from Bali we've been there so um, you know I brought some oils and it's so beautiful so honoring yourself in the morning and not feeling like oh my gosh now my day will suck because I have only five minutes like right. mm -hmm. really maximize the time with yourself and it's beautiful because you can be getting ready for your day and do Palo Santo and incense and yes. candle and it's like two minutes and you are being present and I'm so, I love that you just said that and ended with the word present because sometimes I actually feel when we have less time, if you know you only have two minutes for your practice, you're going to be 
effing present, you know, like you're fully emerged. Sometimes when we're doing a 30 minute, or a lot of times we're doing a 30 minute practice, you know, our mind goes there, it goes there. And, and you know, it's doing the laundry and which yep. is fine too. But uh, that's where the micro, like the micro practices hold so much potency and power mm -hmm. because we can really give ourselves over to a single breath, right? We can really give ourselves over to a single prayer. We can really give ourselves over to, you know, um, lighting that candle or whatever else it might mm -hmm. be for you. That is so beautiful and amazing. One last thing I wanted to ask you, Christy, mm -hmm. what is on your heart? What would you say to the woman who is listening right now and she is still knowing that she's yeah. not honoring herself and her body? Mm -hmm. What is the one thing you want her to know? I want her to know, or I want you to know that you are worthy that you are enough and that you deserve this life because you incarnated the universe went through a lot of trouble to make you right. It went through so much trouble just to put you in the exact form that you are right now. Mm -hmm. So just for a moment, take your hands to your heart, take a deep breath in and, bre and breath out and just know that you are meant to be here and you are ready to transform and you are ready to come fully alive in the magic and the uniqueness that you are. Wow. You should have told me that 10 years ago, but thank you. I got it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And exactly who is meant to hear it. She's meant to hear it. Christy, yeah. I am super excited for your new book to be coming out. So many amazing things that you are pairing there. For those who are listening right now and they want to learn more about you, I personally stalk you on Instagram, but where can people connect with you? Where they can learn more about your book, your beautiful work and your beautiful sunny self. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, the best place really is uh, my website, christychristensen.com. And there, there a pop-up right away will come up for the book. You can click on that, learn all about the book. Also my Instagram, I'm super active on Instagram. I answer all my own messages. So please feel free to reach out and um, I can support you any way I can. And that is uh, Christy underscore Christensen too. Got it. And we'll put it in the show notes so people can easily find you. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for such a beautiful, pure and enlivening energy. It's beautiful to witness and see you in your light and love and power and, and really walking, you know, in your purpose. It's beautiful to witness. So thank you for today and for all the work you're doing, Christy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thank you for these, this platform to share the work of all these other amazing women, including your own.